Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, Coyote Thunderhawk gives an introduction to the medicine will, W-I-L-L. He speaks about what the medicine will is, how it works, how it impacted his life, and how it will impact your life in the most beautiful way. Enjoy. I mean, for me, now that people listen to kind of my story and why I strive to have this podcast and continue to strive to work on my personal medicine will, you know, at home and in my life, I think this is a good way to introduce, you know, uh, and let people know what is the medicine will. So to introduce the the, the medicine will, my, my personal medicine will, kind of like a little recipes of my personal successes things that I could do over and over and over knowing that it worked or at least got a, a pretty good result eight out of ten times or something like that and how I came to curtail a way of maybe overcoming maybe defeating certain things of my life and you know being able to surmount to to other great things you know in my life like that so introducing this personal medicine well it's kind of challenging, you know, when when we usually, I think, think of a, of a medicine will, perhaps, a Native American medicine will, a will of balance, focusing, you know, on, on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects, ways, healings, things like that in, in those areas. And, you know, yeah, I'm very, very earthbound and I've been very interested in a, uh, a lot of indigenous ways and you know, but my life wasn't like that. It was just, you know, I grew up in a neighborhood of houses in Ogden, Utah. And, you know, it was just, in a sense, in uh, what we might call a normal um, middle-class environment yeah. growing up in Utah. But we've all got our, our, our stories. We've all got places in, in our past where, where we made decisions. And, and those decisions, oftentimes, even unknown to ourselves, because sometimes under the circumstances that we have experienced as a child, those circumstances as a child, when we made those decisions, it wasn't like we wrote it down or it was you know, a goal or anything like that. It was just somehow, it was like an embeddedness to us, you know. We decided something. And and, and I don't know, maybe I can example it a little better, but I I had a, an, an attitude, a personality, a thinking of things in my life and wondering certain things, as we all might do, as to maybe how often a certain type of situation might show up and wondering if we're working through the healing circumstances of that 
or even sometimes questioning if we're working through the healing circumstances of situations in our life, if something comes back into it as if we might not have worked through it yet. But I, I, I believe in processes. I, I believe that, you know, there's the continuum. So when I, when I think about when we're children and we make these decisions, like I say, my personality when I was little was kind of like this. So when I was about two or something, you know, little boy gone over to the, gone over to the bathroom and, you know, I was getting ready to pull my pants up and my grandmother pulled them up for me and it really bothered me. And it, I pulled my pants all the way back down and said, I'll do it by myself. So this was like one of those little cute little spoken things of the, you know, kind of the family might talk about for years to come in a sense where I'm reminded of, of, of a personality. But I kind of remember that anyway, you know, this and, and I was very much, I'll do it by myself. So why have I found myself in so many circumstances over the years where it's kind of a, I'll do it by myself situation when maybe inside, maybe I really do want some help. Maybe I really do want to reach out. Maybe I really do want to experience relationships on a different level. But I made a decision a long time ago, or I had a personality, or I had a way, or so what types of things allowed me to think along the way of life that I work through most things. And I think most people feel this way, that we go through most of our circumstances alone. And when we go through these circumstances alone, and we try to explain them to others, sometimes we can get that support, but we're still often left feeling alone, misunderstood, we're on our own path. How do we heal through these things? How do we get understood? How do we fit in? I, I think there's a lot of that on a, on a normal human scale as to how we can articulate our experience, our world, and integrate it with other people who are doing the same thing. So it's almost humanly impossible to, unless we get to a place where we have really surrendered about ourselves and can authentically be there for others. In other words, where we have worked through portions of this personal medicine world we'll be talking about, learn how to not just create our own inner fire and keep it burning, but that we are able to, to understand our inner fire enough that we are available for others to help them learn how to do the same thing. So in a way, we're kind of useless for others unless we become something ourselves so that we can not lose ourselves in the service of others, but give ourselves and our experience and the true expressions of God through a fairly holistical component called the human being that understands that process, if that made sense. Yeah. So in our process of growing up, becoming older, older, older. We all go through different circumstances. We all have our own pains and, and we, there, there's no reason for any of us to compare them. I only have my experiences and, and I can only share those based upon what my world has been. And in that sharing those experiences and giving information that you'll begin to see is what this personal medicine will is, how it is that we restore ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, 
how it is that we result ourselves to whatever it is that we desire or whatever it is that we leave on autopilot with our thoughts, words, feelings, and actions, and how we get ourselves to healthier relationships through understanding that it's in the giving of this cooperation, honor, respect, and trust on some you know, exponential level. And then there's also the idea, and, and not just an idea, but there's a real, 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 and, and this is a very important factor because when I say our resources of water, shelter, fire, and food, I don't think it's ever become more important than right now on this planet. And so when I am speaking oftentimes from a wilderness survival perspective and speaking of water, shelter, fire, and food, but now we're feeling these kind of survival situations in our neighborhoods, in our own homes, in our workplaces, in these situations, in our world. So it's interesting to be living in these environments, childhood, family, blah, 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 growing up, school, you know, whatever we're introduced to through life, and coming to a place where it's like, okay, wow. So for me, as I go through and explain the medicine wheel over the several episodes that we're doing of this, uh, uh, you know, we'll be calling them working with the spokes, the 16 spokes of this medicine wheel. And again, will, W-I-L-L. And, and, and the reason why that I, I call it that, my personal medicine will, is because for me, I, I've always found myself somehow needing to exercise a willpower of, of no other. Like, like I, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder how I found that willpower within me to do and move through and over and around some of the situations in my life that seemed like I couldn't at the time. And so over many years of, let's just call it me experiencing my life and experiencing the results of that without a conscious focus towards knowing that I was living the result of an ungoverned thought, word, feeling, action process, when I came to know that I had something to do with that and that I could create my own results, I've been working relentlessly since in this fashion of like a, a, a self-healing. And I'm still working on it. So I think it's, a, you know, the, the wheels, wheels are kind of meant to turn. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we should stop. I think we should keep turning. I think we should keep turning because only when, because when I was a bike mechanic, only when the wheel is spinning can you really see where it's out of true. When I say out of true, where it's out of balance, whether it's wobbling side to side or from top to bottom. And when you start to see these little uh, places of imbalance, then it's like, okay, at a high speed of spinning, how can I begin to pinpoint where these areas are? Oh, it's my financial area. Oh, it's my relationship area with my husband. Oh, wow, I've been having all this physical pain and it has really influenced me emotionally and mentally and spiritually as well. And I've kind of really been on edge. So when we begin to give ourselves an opportunity to identify certain things about us, that we were never really taught as a child, 
then we can get to levels of accountability and towards uh, being on this path of self-mastery. And when I say self-mastery, I mean a continual practicing of controlling or doing our best to control the only four things that we have any control over anyway, and that's our thoughts and our words and our feelings and our actions. So as far as an introduction, that's that's about the best I can do, and I hope that was clear enough. I think that was beautiful, and I one thing, you know, for me, because I think I just continue to practice it, I love the analogy that you use in fire making and what you said about stoking your fire and keeping it going because that's for me the medicine will that's a big thing with the medicine will is it it, it's almost kind of like if i am in the wilderness and i get my fire going the medicine will has helped me learn how to navigate to gather more firewood and reminds me to keep it going because when i first started like getting to know you and this process i which is a great thing and i love that about myself i care so much that i was that was the one thing that I had to wake up to was I cared about everyone else more than I did myself. And so I kept on trying to help everyone get their fire started, just like you told me, but mine was kept on going out. And then I would have to do it over and over and over. But the medicine will has really established a, a knowing within me to just keep it going to the best of my ability. doesn't mean that it doesn't go out once in a while, but I'm getting better and practicing every time to get my get my fire going again, and then remember, oh, wait, that's how that went out. I, I slipped up and did that. Exactly. I still love myself, and I'm not going to beat myself up. I just get up and, and move forward. And that's, my, that's one of my favorite things about the medicine wheel. Yes. So on, and then I also wanted to add, so next week's episode is when we are going to get into restore, correct? Correct. The first quadrant and with the first four spokes in that first quadrant is restore. Okay. So we'll see all the listeners, or hopefully you all tune in for that episode. Any other questions? No, I think that's perfect. Okie doke. All right. I want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you would like to get yourself a free copy of Earth and Spirit Medicine's Personal Medicine Will, just go over to earthandspiritmedicine.com and download a copy so you can get started and follow along with each episode coming out every week. If you have any questions or want to share your experience with myself or Hawk, please email me at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and much love. God bless.